that goes. Um, I have a couple quick announcements for you guys uh, before we turn it over to Pastor Tyler this morning. Um, one, one thing I want to remind you of is our Newtown Kids Summer Box of Fun. Miss Heather talked about that last week. If you have already registered to pick up your box, you can grab that at the kids' table this morning on your way out. And if you have not yet registered, you can do so on our church website or on the Church Center app. So make sure you go ahead and do that, families, if you're looking for that Newtown Kids Summer Box of Fun. There's also a box at the registration table this morning for giving. If you came prepared to give a donation this morning, if you'd like to give that way, uh, you can drop that on the way out this morning at the registration table. Or you can give online through our Church Center app and our website, the way we've been doing that for quite some time. just want to say thank you to all of you giving so faithfully. It has been a really encouraging season for us financially as a church, and we are just blown away by God's faithfulness to us through your obedience and faithfulness to him. So keep up the good work there. I have a couple announcements about our plans for next Sunday. July 5th, we're going back inside, but we have a couple tweaks that you're going to notice when we go back in. So here's, here's some things you need to pay attention to. There's going to be two services offered next Sunday. We're going to start at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. in order to allow for the uh, limits on attendance. We will still need to practice our social distancing six feet apart. We'll still need to wear masks as we enter and exit the building. You'll be able to take them off when you get to your seat. Because of the limited seating, we're going to need to know who's planning to come so we don't overrun the services. So we're going to ask that you pre-register again for next Sunday. That registration will go live tomorrow. We'll have no kids and no students, no nursery programs for the foreseeable future. So all the families will be sitting together, kind of like you're doing right now. All attenders will be asked to enter and exit through the main doors of the main building. So make sure that you uh, come with enough time to get there uh, for that. And we're going to have some more details coming later this week. Probably by Monday or Tuesday, you'll see those floating around online, helping you understand with, uh, some more of the, uh, the finer details about that. But we're excited to be able to get back on campus next Sunday morning, 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. And one more thing. Following the second service on July 12th, so we have two weeks from today, following the second service July 12th, the elders are going to host a congregational meeting. We have a couple key updates that we want to share with you guys. The first will be a treasurer's report on our financial situation, which will be a very encouraging thing for our church family to hear. And the second is an important announcement for you regarding a new policy that the elder team has uh, worked through and is ready to implement. Immediately following the second service, Sunday, July 12th. Make sure you make a note of that if you're interested in being there. At this point, I'm going to turn it over to Pastor Tyler as we honor our seniors today and allow him to teach the word to us today. Thanks a lot, uh, Pastor Matt, and thank you, worship team. Thank you, church, for being here. Um, we may try to speed some things up, and you know what? We're flexible, right? We're flexible, and God, God's not caught off guard by these types of things, and uh, he knows what the weather is, and you know what? We're just going to smile and get through it, aren't we, church? Um, we're going to go for it, and we're going to get you out of here as soon as we can this morning, but you know what? It's good to be in God's yard, right? Uh, it's good to be, as a church, gathered together. It's good to see your smiling faces. And I want to say uh, welcome to you. Welcome to those who are watching online. Um, thank you for joining us this morning. Uh, and thank you to Mr. Lucia for killing the bees. So they're not swarming behind me like they were last week with Pastor Matt. Um, I wouldn't have been able to handle that. So uh, thank you to him. And welcome. 
Uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but this past school year, especially the second half, was a little bit out of the ordinary. Um, Not exactly uh, easy and tough for many people. I don't know of a group that it was tougher for than our graduating seniors. Um, To be quite honest, they probably got the short end of the stick on a lot of things. And uh, schools and churches and families have done an amazing job uh, weathering that storm and helping them, uh, uh, you know, experience different things like graduations. But the fact of the matter is nothing was normal and they missed a lot of things that they would usually do. And so, um, like, I'm sorry about that. Uh, And typically, we would do a Wednesday night senior night to highlight our seniors, to watch videos and to, to interview them and hear from them. Um, And unfortunately, we weren't able to do that this year. So we thought, let's highlight them and honor them in a couple of different ways, one of which being Sunday morning service on the lawn. Uh, Let's allow the youth worship team to play, which many of them have been involved with faithfully over the past few years. Um, And then let's call them by name, let them stand up, and let's honor them together as a church. And so uh, I want to announce our seniors that have been involved with our ministry through the years. Uh, I want to ask them to stand up if I say their name. We have seven of them. I don't believe all seven can make it this morning for different reasons being out of town. But uh, I'm going to announce their names. And then if they could just stand up so we can honor them, that would be great. That's Nick Hill. That's Caleb Malinowski. That's Juliana Peak. That's Nick Rowinski. That's Owen Spolstra. That's Mia Thompson. And Haley Wade. Um, So a lot of what we're going to talk about over the next few minutes will be addressed to them, but ultimately falls under the umbrella of the whole church, right? It will be applicable to all of us. But to them specifically, um, one of our core values in our youth ministry is that we are all on mission in this gospel message, right? That we uh, we are to make disciples and that missions is an important part of every aspect of of aspects of every believer here, right? And no matter if you are uh, in the preschool class and the elementary programs and the students or whether you are uh, a senior adult, like mission, we should be on mission. The Great Commission calls us to go and make disciples. Well, that can look like many different things, carrying the message of the gospel in many different ways. And one of those ways that I'm so proud of these seniors is in the way of serving your local church. And I believe that this senior class will go down and be remembered for their faithfulness in serving our church. As, we, as I thought back through all the areas that those seniors that just stood up have been involved with over the past 18 years, uh, I was blown away. They've given their time at VBS. They've been a part of Dresses for Missions. 
They've served in our kids' programs and watched our preschoolers, and they've played in our worship teams, and they've, they've ran our sound and tech teams. They've participated in things like invert and mission trips. They've been a part of our church, and for that, and for your faithfulness in serving our church, I want to say, and I think our church should say, thank you to our seniors. I would also like to take a moment to highlight those in the church who have played a role in helping seniors get to the place where they're at right now. And so if you have, you see the names of the people that called that stood up, if you have served in an area that uh, engaged with one of those students, if you served in a kids ministry, if you served in the youth ministry, if you've served on the worship teams, if you've served during VBS, if you have been a part of one of those students' lives in any way, I would love for you to stand. Students, I want you to look around and I want you to remember uh, those in your church who have sacrificed their time and energy, you can have a seat, to help you get to the place where you're at right now, to help you know the promises of God, to help you learn God's word and to be there to love you, to care for you. I want you to know that your church has been alongside you and will continue to be there uh, as you move forward and transition over these next few years. I'm going to be in Proverbs chapter 3 uh, this morning. We're going to read the first six verses. I love Proverbs because it's practical wisdom. It's simple to understand. There's 31 chapters. A mentor of mine once uh, challenged me to read a chapter of Proverbs every day, going with the day of the week or the day of the month. So what's today? The 28th? Proverbs 28 today. And then start over every month. Seniors, I would encourage you to get in God's word. Read a Proverbs a day. Every day. And start over every month. And hide God's word in your heart. If, if, and we've said this before to our students. If they get nothing else from our student ministry but to leave our student ministry with a daily quiet time, understanding the value of God's word and getting alone with God, we would have succeeded as a youth ministry. Um, we're going to be in Proverbs chapter 3. This is Solomon's wise uh, uh, a wisdom to his son that he is imparting. And uh, I've got to say, it sounds very much like uh, Solomon's son was graduating high school. I don't believe that's really true. But it sounds like it could be true, right? Sounds like it could be that age. Uh, we're going to read the first six verses, and then I'm going to take a moment, and I'm going to pray for our seniors. So let's uh, read through Proverbs chapter 3, verses 1 through 6 together. My son, do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandments. For length of days and years of life and peace they will add to you. Let not steadfast love and faithfulness forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart so you will find favor and good success in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Let's go to the Lord in prayer uh, and lift up our seniors together. God, 
We know that you love our students more than we do. We know that you have a plan for each one of their lives. We thank you for their continued faithfulness to serve other people, to love other people, to serve our church. I pray that 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 heart to serve will only grow as they get older. I pray that that their heart for missions and seeing the gospel go forth, their love for people and love for you will only grow stronger and be fueled by, um, by you and your word, your spirit, God. I pray for their safety. I pray that you will uh, protect them, keep them pure, Father, as they move forward. May they glorify and honor you and impact other people. Lord, thank you for this morning. Thank you for holding off the weather. Um, I pray, for, pray that you will be honored in the teaching of your word and you will speak to each and every one of us this morning. We love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. My son, don't forget my teachings. Don't forget them. I'm sure there's no parent here that's ever told their child something that they've forgotten. Nobody at all. Solomon's saying to his son, don't forget what I have taught you, what I've commanded you. Don't forget the promises of God's word. Listen, he had taught him the commandments. of He had taught him God's word. He had imparted to him wisdom uh, from God. And he says, son, don't forget what you've been taught. I think this is a good challenge for parents, dads today. What are we teaching our kids? Are we teaching our kids the truths of God's word? I was speaking to a dad last night, and, and he was talking about how important it is to make sure God's word is not awkward in our household. Let's make sure that we are, that God's word's always on our lips. That the moments we bring God's word out to talk through with our children, that, that's not an awkward moment. That's a normal moment because our kids know that we love God, we love his word, we understand his promises, and we want to impart to them those promises. Make God's word commonplace in your household. Parents, are you teaching your students what it looks like to reflect the gospel? Are you teaching them with more than just words, the commandments of God? Are you teaching them not only with your words, but the decisions that you make? Are you teaching them in the way you love your spouse? Are you teaching them in the way you're training them? Are you teaching them in the way you are acting? It's a, it's a challenge to parents this morning to know God's word and to be able to impart that to our kids. He says, son, don't forget what I have taught you. You see, Solomon's son knew what was right and what was wrong. He knew the commandments of God. He just didn't want him to forget those commandments. Seniors, do not forget God's promises. Do not forget what you've been taught your whole life. Do not forget those times, those teachable moments that your parents uh, have taught you in accordance to God's word. Don't forget the VBS lessons, the little dookie stories. Don't forget the, the Mike Smith and Josiah Baseglia's dressing up to teach you an important lesson. Don't forget those things. They're important. Actually, uh, he says in verse 2, for length of days and years and life and peace, they will add to you. God's word is not 
burdensome. God's word and the commandments of God's word doesn't rob you of life. It actually provides more freedom and life abundant. Listen to me, students. You, the world will tell you and tell you over and over and over again that life is found in popularity, and life is found in prestige, and life is found in power, and money, and a great job, and this and that. And the truth of the matter is life, the pursuit and love of those things will only rob you of life abundant. The pursuit and the, and, and the, the love of those things will keep you from the life that you were called to live. Life in pursuit of Christ is true abundant life. Let's move on. Okay. The second thing, verses 3 and 4. Let not steadfast love and faithfulness forsake you. As you go on, may you be marked with faithfulness and may you be marked with love. Okay? Let everything you do in every aspect of your life be marked by those two things. Do you love God, the, the greatest commandment? Love him with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Do you love others? Are you faithful in what you've been called to do? Don't give up, above reproach, committed to the, to the call of God in your life. And this is the, the, the third thing, and this is, this is what I want you to walk away from here remembering. The verses 5 and 6, you may get it on a graduation card. To trust in the Lord with all your heart. To lean not on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make your, your path straight. To trust in the Lord, to completely lean on him. You know, it's impossible to lean on your own understanding and to lean on the Lord uh, at the same time. You can only lean one way at a time. To lean on him, to place your dependence upon him, to fully rely on him. He's calling you to trust in him. That's not only when you're on the mountaintops, that's also when you are in the valleys. You are going to face some really difficult times in your life. Seniors, I'm talking to you specifically. You're going to face some times in life that you don't understand, you can't see around the bend, you don't know why God's asking you to do what he is asking you to do, but trust him. Trust him. And there's a difference between saying you trust him and placing your life in his hands. One quick illustration, and then I'm going to let them come get their instruments. Um, and they can if they need to, okay? If they need to come get their guitars, go for it. Um, Charles Blondin, in the mid-1800s, tightrope walker. Wanted to walk across Niagara Falls. A group, an audience appeared to watch him. He successfully walked across Niagara Falls. The crowd went crazy. They had never seen anything like this. On the way back, Charles Blondin pushed a, uh, a wheelbarrow across the tightrope to, to the other side of Niagara Falls. He gets back to the crowd, and the crowd applauds and cheers. And he says, do you think I can walk back with this wheelbarrow? And the whole crowd in, erupts in applause and says, yes, absolutely. We believe that you can. We trust that you can. He says, do you think that I could take somebody else in this wheelbarrow and push them across? And they said, yes, we believe that. We trust that. They went crazy. And he said, who will be the first? And nobody. Nobody. The crowd was silent. 
Nobody stepped up. You see, it's easy to say, yes, we trust you, God. Yes, we believe that you can do this. Yes, we believe you can heal. Yes, we believe you can provide. When I don't know what's going on, yes, we trust you. I see you working in all these other lives. You do that. But when it comes to placing our, our, our lives in the hands of God, that's where we struggle. Students, I beg you today, as we wrap it up, I beg you, don't forget the promises of God, that he is greater than, that he is greater than your trials, that he is greater than your enemies, that he is greater than the temptations you will face. He is greater than your past. God is greater. Don't forget the promises of God. Number two, may your, may your life be marked by love and faithfulness. Number three, trust him with everything you are and everything you've got. Be willing to, to sit in a wheelbarrow. Be willing to place your life in his hands even when you don't understand why or what's happening. Seniors, I beg you, continue to follow God. Parents, continue to pour in. Fight for the hearts of your children. Love them. God, thank you for this morning. Father, thank you for the opportunity to, to, uh, um, to preach your word. Thank you for holding off the weather just long enough for, for, for those here to hear what you wanted them to hear. I pray for our seniors as they go forward. I pray for, uh, for the rest of the morning, Lord. Keep us safe. May we glorify you in the way we live. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Just got word from the boss. That's God. Um, that we are going to wrap it up. Uh, and so we want you guys to have a great week. We want to see you inside uh, next week. And we love you all. Let us know if we can do anything. Shalom. Peace. <laughs>